Welcome to a new episode of the Empower to Grow podcast, your go-to career advice podcast if you are an international engineer or technical expert looking to grow to the next level of your career in Germany. My name is Sarah and it is my passion to support you to create a career where your life and work are not two separate things but one entity. As a former tech recruiter and certified coach, I will give you easy-to-follow steps for your job search and application process, tons of inspiration for your personal development and hands-on advice from inspirational interview guests. Get ready to take some notes and enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Empower to Grow Career podcast. Relocating to another country is a big step, especially if you're planning to do it on your own. While I personally cannot contribute a lot of experience here, I've so far only lived in the UK for one year as an au pair and also to do an internship, I know a lot of people with broad international experience. One of them is joining me for an exciting podcast interview today. Daniel Zinner, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Sarah. Nice that you have me in your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Daniel is a global HR expert and consultant and has lived and worked in several countries already. He also founded several companies. One of them is Noah Mobility, who specializes in supporting people with their relocation, mainly to Germany and the US. So today's interview, you will get a lot of input on relocation, but also further exciting tips from Daniel from the perspective of a global entrepreneur. So Daniel, would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself and give us a brief introduction? Yes, uh, would like to do that, <laughs> Sarah. Yes, so again, th th thanks for having me in the call. Um, yeah, my name is Daniel. I'm currently living in Berlin. Or I'm, I'm living in Berlin, Germany. Yeah, since 2013, uh, so quite a while now. I'm a father of uh, three kids, and uh, yeah, I have my lovely wife um, who lives with me here. As you said, um, I'm a. What do I do for a living? Um, you, you said um, I'm an HR uh, international consultant, which is true, and um, I also co-founded uh, Noah Mobility, a relocation agency. So that's that's basically really what I do. So I'm I'm a I'm an HR consultant. I'm involved in the startup business um, here in Germany, um, which which is represented by Noah Mobility, and um, I also have a fable for communication, so intercultural communication. So I'm I'm also involved in an agency. Um, besides that, I'm very much interested in in developing people or also develop my developing myself and uh, one of my favorite topics right now is um, how to develop a global mindset so focus on international diversity um, but also developing an entrepreneurial behavior and last but not least and um, and that's what you can see if you check my my linkedin profile i'm in the area of expatriate management or global mobility how it's also called um, for the last almost 20 years. So that's that's what I do. That's who I am. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. It's actually a lot of things you do. So I when I first got to know you, I found it quite tricky to grasp. But I think yeah, HR and global um, expatriate business, those 
keywords sum it up quite well. And yeah, because I've actually met you personally, I also know that you have some international experience yourself. It would be great if you can um, start by telling us a little bit more about that. So your experience abroad. Yes. So my international experience actually started, I think, after my apprenticeship. So I'm a I'm a trained or qualified banker, a very traditional uh, German career start. <laughs> and um, I thought, mm, that, that's that's very German, very local. Um, and I wanted to explore the world. Um, so I, I decided to go to Ireland uh, for three months. And, uh, and, and the main focus was there to really learn English as a language, to be ready um, navigating through the, the global the, the international world. So that's what I did as a, uh, for a start, um, learning English in Dublin and um, also had a, like a traineeship or something besides that just to, to finance my, my little episode or venture I had there in Ireland. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked it so much, like the three months, the exposure um, to other people, other culture, cultures, um, and, and also being outside of your comfort zone. So that's really, maybe you don't believe it, but <laughs> being like challenging myself, uh, that's like a, a daily business <laughs> for myself. And I, I thought, yeah, that's cool. It was really hard um, coming from school English to, to the real world's English. Um, and I want to continue, but I, I want to see other parts of the world. So I decided to go to Australia and New Zealand um, on, a, on a backpacker visa as a backpacker. And I did that for yeah one year, like end to end. I was there for one year, like nine months, Australia, three months, New Zealand. I was doing the fruit picking. I, I worked in a big store. Like I did all sorts of things and also to, again, finance this little uh, venture. And, and, and I liked it. I, I, again, this exposure to so many different nationalities, different language, so many new perspectives and insights. That's, uh, I think this, this really, um, this is really what, what still drives me. Yeah. Um, and be working, working and living in the international environment. So, um, back to Germany, um, I started studying, I did that for PricewaterhouseCoopers in the area of international HR tax. So I, I actually prepared tax, German tax returns, mainly for Indian inbounds. <laughs> that was, um, that was, uh, it wasn't that exciting. I, <laughs> it wasn't that exciting, but it, I, again, I got exposed to a different layer of international internationality which is tax and uh, i had to do with quite a lot of indian people so th this whole community or uh, yeah this indian community got closer to me and i i, I really i really enjoyed uh, working um, with, with these people and um also uh, like within price waterhouse um, i got actually two opportunities to work abroad one was uh, like a three-month stage in the Netherlands. Um, so I, I, again, got exposed to a different culture. I mean, the Netherlands are neighbors, uh, or is, is a neighbor country to Germany, a direct neighbor. And uh, we, we look similar, I must say, in, a ge in generic terms. But you cannot imagine how different we are. Yeah, so that, that was really interesting. But I made friends and still, still in touch with them. So 
the importance of network, I think, is something I learned there. Um, like international network um, to, again, broaden your mind. So that was cool. And um, yeah, later uh, in my PwC career, I moved to the UK, um, United Kingdom, to London. Reason for that was I wanted to get to know their sales or business development culture. So this is uh, what I experienced here in Germany. <laughs> um, whenever, whenever I was talking to one of the clients, um, I, when I was working on the financial services uh, industry client front, um, and I asked them, "Yeah, can we do something else for you um, in, in terms of international?" global mobility or international HR services, they always said, yeah, your colleague in the UK already contacted us uh, two months ago. So I thought, what the heck? <laughs> English people, they don't speak a word German and they're in, in touch with the, with the German potential clients. So I, I wanted to learn, how does this work? So I, I asked my partner there, my professional partner, and uh, yeah, in the end, she allowed me to, or she, not allowed, uh, she said, yeah, go for it, um, make the experience, um, but come back, please. <laughs> and so I, 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 there the, 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 the was the plan of two years uh, going to London. Um, in the end, uh, it was one year, because I, I got another offer um, back in Germany, in Frankfurt, which I took. And then last stage, and, and, and please interrupt me, Sarah, if, uh, <laughs> if it's getting too boring. Uh, but um, yeah, last stage um, of international exposure was uh, during my time with Bombardier, Bombardier Transportation and Bombardier Aerospace. Um, I had the chance um, working in the, in the headquarters uh, in Montreal, in Canada. So it's not the US. Um, obviously, it's not the US, uh, but Many people think, yeah, North America, it's one thing. They all speak English. Um, no, not necessarily, especially Montreal. Uh, they're very Francophone, um, so they, 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 they speak French. Um, and this was something I learned there. You, you go to an officially English-speaking country, or you think it's officially English-speaking, but then you have this other language <laughs> you should learn <laughs> to survive and make friends and, again, extend your network. So this was my, my, my latest stage, uh, being actually somewhere outside of Germany. And now I'm, I'm living in Berlin, and Berlin is kind of a foreign area as well because it's, it's English. It's very much English here, um, and you have so many different cultures and so many different nationalities sitting and living and working here. Um, it's incredible. It's cool. So that's my experience. <laughs> so. Yes. And I mean, of course, yes, you're right. It took a while to explain it. But then, I mean, there was Ireland, Australia, Netherlands, UK, Canada. So it actually was a lot of countries that you've lived in. Yep. Um, yeah. And I agree with Berlin. When I went to Berlin recently, a few weeks ago, I was surprised that actually you have to speak English to get by because in shops and in restaurants, nobody speaks German to at least nobody spoke German to me. So yeah, yeah very international place you're living in right now as well. Um, what we what we want to focus on a bit today is the the aspect of relocation and i mean you have relocated several times i'm sure yeah. that sometimes you got the help of your companies probably yeah. but what was it like how did you cope with the relocation yeah so uh, i think what's very important to to mention is that whenever i relocated somewhere um i i was on my own 
So I, I, I didn't take my family or I didn't have a family or I didn't have kids at that time. Um, so this, you know, this pain of relocating, uh, like your, all your, your family and having, having the discussions with your, with your partner and the kids uh, that you need to go somewhere else. I didn't have that. Maybe luckily, because <laughs> um, I think that can be a real pain. Um, yes, so I, I really, it definitely yeah. easier. <laughs> we can discuss about that, but it's easier. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly, exactly. Um, but um, also being on my own, um, you, you have quite a lot of challenges. You know, the, this, this, this whole um, visa immigration, uh, if you move outside the, the, the European Union, Is, is is a big thing which 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 you don't know really um who are the authorities and yes of course you you can go on the website and and, and you can help yourself but this all costs time and you also you don't really know whether it's the correct way um you you, you do it and and that's that's a big thing um in immigration every case is different so there is no talking to your friend and then then copy paste it's 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 always different so um i, I was actually very happy that uh, when i was moving um, um yeah with, with my companies like especially bombardier uh, going to to montreal um that they supported me in this whole visa immigration process and um uh, another point which is really Yeah, which, which is a pain is uh, making the link to relocation is all this administrative work i mean you need a tax number you need to search for for a flat or somewhere to live if you have a family you, you need to look out for for a school um you, you have to register yourself all this stuff and then you have to go on different websites and to help yourself or you ask your friends or you have to join communities maybe you don't have the community yet um th this is really this is a pain and this is where i have to promote now <laughs> no mobility as a relocation <laughs> provider <laughs> with the with the app in, in in your on your mobile in your hand um you can really okay yeah tell us yeah. more yeah, about yeah. them now <laughs> if you like because i think with yes. no mobility you have solved a lot of the challenges that exactly expats yeah. relocating to germany especially usually have so tell us yeah what do you do with normability how do you make the lives of expats easier <laughs> yes number one point is really um you don't have to call someone or write emails uh, to get quotes on different services okay and and then you compare and it's cheaper there more expensive there but the scope is different and you It drives you crazy. So um, you just download the app um, and you, 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 you type in um, where are you, where you want to go, when, um, and then you can select the different services. And uh, of course, the, the, the evergreen is, um, is visa immigration. So <laughs> this is something um, what is taken care of uh, by relocation consultants attached to the um, NOAA Mobility app. And also, you can you can just simply book your your home search uh, if if, yeah, if you're not there yet, yeah, or or you, you're planning to come, or you have a familiarization trip. Um, you, you don't need to organize anything because it's done by the reloca uh, relocation consultant for you. And then also, this person helps you uh, with the whole registration process and 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 any other. Um, services you need uh, to book usually by yourself um, and you can do that like every everything is online everything is via the app and i think this is if i had had this this opportunity like back in the days when i was traveling internationally or relocating internationally 
I would have loved this. I, I mean, th this solution wasn't there. I, I mean, I had to communicate with my company. I had to communicate with a relocation consultant via email. Um, no call, nothing. Yeah, of course, different time zones. Um, so this this whole self-pace and self-service was missing. And that's what we have right now. And I think this is, a, besides the, the compliance requirements like visa, immigration, which is organized for you, or the tax uh, number, which is organized uh, for you, the whole administrative or the whole process is, is, is streamlined and is, um, you can do it uh, on your way uh, on the tram <laughs> if you have time, just on your mobile. So I think that's, that's, these are the main yeah. benefits. And I actually did check the app because I think I've not, not talked about this before, but I've also become an ambassador for Noah Mobility because yes. I think that in the relocation service world, you really make a difference. What I especially like is that you're so transparent. Usually exactly. when people book services like that for a long time, they have no overview and idea about the costs. And within your app, you see immediately how much, which level of service costs. Yep. And you can then make your booking based on that. So also decide how much you're going to invest into this process. And of course, that there are still real people behind it. So it's exactly. not an app where everything is just a digital product but then there is real consultants that you can actually talk to if you want to and yeah be in touch with but still you have the overview of everything in the app so yeah i think this is a great inno innovation for everyone relocating um to germany or i i think it also says that it's for the us as well yes right? yes we, we are also in portugal spain the uk And the US, but um, I, I, as we talked today, um, uh, I, you're more concentrating on the, the inbounds to Germany. And of course, this is our home country. And this is, of course, our core. Yeah. That's really cool. So apart from that, we're recommending everybody to get normal or to join normal Mobility and use the app. Do you have any other tips or, or personal insights you can give about relocation? Yes, um, I guess uh, your audience has heard it quite a lot of, oh, quite often. Um, but as I made the experience uh, myself, yeah, I mean, you need, especially when you want to come to Germany, you need to make an effort learning the language. Uh, I, I mean, I was talking about Berlin and you need to speak English to survive here. Yeah? Um, but I think many people, they don't come to Berlin. They come somewhere else to Germany because Germany is a beautiful country. And if I look at the Stuttgart, Munich, yeah, Hannover, Leipzig, you, you name them. Um, it's, it's, it's all nice and there are lots of job, job opportunities. But what you need is the language, really. Um, it, not perfectly, but you should put some effort in it um, to learn it and, and to make yourself understand. And also this will help you to integrate in, in, in this German uh, society. And um, yeah, what you, what you, what you, and, and uh, yeah, what you, what I also recommend you to do is um, once you have the language a bit, um, try to socialize with the Germans. <laughs> you, usually, generically speaking, um, um, I, think, I think Germans are very open. I mean, we are a country of internet. I mean, we are international. We are traveling and we want to see the world. At the same time, we are welcoming um, um, other people. 
Um, sometimes there are exceptions, I know, um, but but we are a welcoming country. But um, it makes your life easier um, also to to yeah find around and get around if you're connected to some yeah communities some and yeah, yeah local locals and and they become more and more international. But still, we are in Germany. We have lots of Germans, and they speak German. Um, yeah, try to hook up with them, and uh, and and yeah, they will welcome you. That that's that's the point. Yeah. Language and community. Actually, good advice because I I know a lot of internationals um, who tend to stay within their own communities and yep. basically hang out most of the time with people from their home country. And I always strongly advise everyone to mix to to have. Germans and other nationalities to socialize with, do sports with, go out with. Yeah, I think this really helps to integrate, learn about the German culture and, of course, improve your language skills. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Great. Was there anything you wanted to add? But I guess it was quite a good, a few good tips yeah. already. I, 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 thought I brought the point already. Um, yeah, Berlin, is. Um, it seems so simple. Um, <laughs> you, you come to Berlin, it's an international hub, um, every, everyone speaks English, um, but if you want to re get to know the real inhabitants of Berlin, you should make an effort um, to learn German, they, they, they will appreciate it. I am just saying it because I, I see that the people pouring in into Berlin and they all have hope and they, they want to come here because it's it's international, it's digital, digital, it's, it's, it's RT, it's all you want, you know, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, that, with that, there's a strong competition building up, you know, <laughs> we have, we have the foreign talent coming in. Um, That's true. So you, you can really set yourself apart yeah. if you speak German yes. well. Uh, yes. yes, definitely. Yes. Your own USP, you can strengthen your USP. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good point. <laughs> So great. Uh, now we've got a few tips from you about relocation and, of course, also now know about NOAA Mobility. Of course, I will put the link to NOAA Mobility um, in the show notes so everybody can go and check it out. And, uh, of course, if people have further questions about it, they can obviously contact you, I guess. So we'll, yes. we'll come back to how to find you uh, at the very end. I also said in the introduction that you have already founded several companies yourself and most of them are also operating globally. And um, a lot of my clients and listeners have an entrepreneurial mindset already and pursue the dream of one day founding their own companies. So therefore, I would first of all like to get your perspective on how easy or maybe how difficult it is to found your own company in Germany with international operations so can you tell us a little bit more about yeah your entrepreneurial experience and give us some advice here yeah i think pre-statement everyone thinks about germany it's bureaucracy <laughs> and red tape i think it's it's partially true and um, I, i mean be, being a german um it's i found it okay and easy uh, to found my ventures uh, um, But, but it's also something, I mean, you have to study, not, not study, but you have to do your research. You know, you, you, you have to get in touch with the, with the right um, yeah, contact points, like the Chamber of Commerce. Um, they, they have a wealth of information and experience they share with you for free, actually. So that's, um, 
did I find it hard to found my company? No, I, I didn't find it hard. It, it was good. It was a, a smooth experience. Um, if I was a foreigner to Germany, maybe with limited language skills, yes, this might be a problem. Um, for, for, for that, I would recommend um, yeah, you get in touch with the Chamber of Commerce. And then uh, in the foundation process, anyway, you need a, a lawyer and you need a notary. So, um, but this is also something um, you can can find out about um, with the Chamber of Commerce. So this is this is one thing um, you can go to uh, as a, as a start. And the second one is again, if you were able to build a community or a network uh, in Germany, tap tap it on. I mean, uh, you know Sarah. Uh, I guess Sarah <laughs> no, <laughs> no, also knows uh, uh, contact uh, persons and and the right place to go. Maybe more for Baden Württemberg and not for. I don't know, a lower Saxony. Um, but then, <laughs> then again, also us, we have a network within Germany, so we could refer you. So yeah, lesson learned, founding a company in Germany. Maybe it's not that easy uh, in, in, in terms of uh, digitized end-to-end -end process, but it's doable, so it's fine. I managed. Um, I mean, one of the, the key facts uh, or key requirements is uh, what everyone needs wherever he or she wants to set up a business is you need to have your own business plan and uh, and, uh, and and really question what's the added value you want to bring what is your usp and you in germany definitely you need legal you need legal legal advice uh, on the structure of your company you need to involve the lawyer and the notary notary and um just as a as an as an addition um as germany as a as a society or the germans as a society we we are supporting and fostering entrepreneurial thinking and internationality, diversity. So we do that. So we are actually investing in, as a, as a society in people like you coming, who want to come to Germany and start their own business. So don't forget to check out the, the government programs in terms of subsidies or, or support. Or if you come as a student, um, and I think that's a smooth entry into Germany. Um, yeah, within the one, two, three years you're studying, um, check out what your university or business school can do for you in connecting you with the local authorities or accelerators and that you, that you get the support um, you need to create your successful business here in Germany. So there are lots of opportunities um, getting support and help. Definitely. And I think, yeah, especially mentioning the Chamber of Commerce, um, but also, yeah, what you said, our government supports this. And even back when I was in university, there was actually a support center for students who wanted to become founders. So, yep. uh, and I mean, that was quite a few years ago. So now it, this has even become more and more common. So it's definitely always worth checking back with universities in what way they support startup founders and entrepreneurs. So yeah, amazing advice there. That's, yeah, great. Because I think a lot of, uh, as I said, a lot of our listeners might venture into founding their own company one yep. day and yeah, maybe in Germany, maybe in their home country, but we'll see. Is yep. there anything that you need to pay attention to if the business operates internationally? Yes, of course, you, you need to uh, consider certain things. Um, but this goes more into legal advice, you know, um, okay. if, if you have your, it depends on, 
Are you collaborating with a partner who him or herself is an entrepreneur in the other country? Or do you put this person, do you want to put this person on your payroll, um, but the person is actually not working in Germany? Or, I mean, yeah, if, if, if you want to bring foreign talent to Germany, yeah, then you have to consider the whole visa, immigration, taxation um, <laughs> things. So, um, yeah, that there's many things to consider, uh, especially when you operate internationally. Besides the language and cultural differences, it's I think it's it's more in the area of legal uh, risk and compliance. Yes, yep. true, and that would probably be too specific to yep. dive into that exactly. deeper. Okay. Yes, yes, But, yeah. <laughs> Now people know that you're an, an expert in some of these topics. Like you said in the beginning, you took care of taxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. I think actually you've already given some great advice in this episode. And I think that if, uh, yeah, everyone remembers the introduction. So if we talk about everything that you do, it would probably take, I don't know, five podcast episodes or even more. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So <laughs> I think we just might have to come back for more at some point. Um, yeah, but now that we've actually heard so much great advice from you, where can our listeners find out more about what you do? How can they connect to you or maybe ask questions? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the, the best point to go is uh, to my own website. Um, it's www.zinner.io. So it's kind of a landing page where you can get to know me and where you see what I'm involved in. And there you also find the, the contact details. Um, other than that, um, as, you, as you said, Sarah, um, I also have my own podcast uh, format. Um, so this is where you can get to know me a bit more outside of business environment. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's just type it in Google Berliner Zinner, and um, then you will be there. Um, other than that, LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn. Um, I'm I'm very responsive here, um, and you can check out who I am, what I do, and if you if you have any questions, um, yeah, feel free to just drop me a note. That would be cool. Very good. I, I'll certainly include all the links to everything you've just mentioned in the show notes. So it's very easy for everyone to find you again. And yes, your podcast is definitely worth mentioning because I'm going to be on it very soon. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> But for your that. international version. So I, um, I'll make my listeners aware of it once it's online because it's actually also, um, yeah, maybe do you want to briefly explain what your international podcast, um, podcast version does? I mean, maybe a quick intro to the overall podcast. What, what yes. is it? How does it work? What's the intention? So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, this, the three focus points of the of the core podcast is so we we interview individuals, um, individuals who have an international background and who move to Berlin and to run their business <laughs> here. Uh, in in Germany or in Berlin, so it's the, it's it's really entrepreneur entrepreneurship, internationality, and Berlin. What we want to hype, and um, then this went really well. Um, but we also got requests on could we shed some light on specific topics. So um, we created a so-called hashtag initiative called hashtag Career Europe. So where we want to give hands-on advice, um, like Sarah does, um, um, for international people who want to move to Germany or somewhere in, in Europe. 
And um, yeah, this this, uh, this hashtag initiative is led and facilitated by Anu. Um, she's an ambassador to the podcast format to Berliner Sinner, and she's based in in India. And uh, yeah, she's she's running a lot of interviews with with different people, um, like professionals, students, or entrepreneurs who think about moving to Germany slash Europe. And yes, Sarah, um, you've been podcast guest there and um yeah i'm very much looking forward <laughs> to listen in yes. <laughs> exactly and i already agreed with anu that she will also be a guest of this podcast yes perfect where she will talk about more what exactly she does um with helping people also with their transition from india yep. to germany for example so yes yep. you can Stay tuned to find out more about that in, in the coming weeks. But yeah, it's definitely worth checking out your different podcast formats um, because it's exactly aimed at international people showing international success stories in Germany. And there is a lot to learn from all the interviews you've done there. So I've listened to a few of them and yeah, they are amazing. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I, I really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. I think now that we've talked about a few things, I actually already have ideas to about 10 more things we could talk about. <laughs> <laughs> But let's not make an endless episode. Let's rather maybe do another one um, in a few weeks or months. Yeah, why not? So, yeah. Thank you so much for being here today and for giving us all of these valuable inputs and insights. Thanks for having me, Sarah. It was really uh, nice and I enjoyed it. And thanks uh, for listening in to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so bye-bye for now. <laughs> Thank you. Ciao.